I just keep thinking about all the times I've walked into the back door of a club carrying gear and been asked which one was my boyfriend and the door person would just assume I was selling merch and I was dating one of the guys in the band, you know? Yeah. But then, you know, I go on tour <laughs> with Amy and it's just like, wow. <laughs> I don't know. I, I think about my grandma too. My grandma, Shirley, who just say, you know, it takes all kinds. That can mean a lot of things, but I feel like there's a way that at least my approach in this life is to find common ground or try to relate to another person in some way. That was H.C. McIntyre, and this is Shiro's, a podcast with a mission to turn up the volume of women's voices in music across genres and generations. I'm Carmel Holt, and what you're about to hear is a previously aired interview from my syndicated public radio show, Shiro's Radio. Shiro's is a deep dive into the experiences and perspectives of women and gender expansive folks in a still overwhelmingly male-dominated music industry. It's a space where we discuss challenges and triumphs how far we've come and how far we still have to go. Telling our stories is the first step to making music better for everyone. So I might be stating the obvious here, but the albums made over the last three years are a mirror to the emotional landscapes of the artist experience of isolation, political and societal upheaval and protest, adjusting to new norms and realities of touring and not touring. And as sensitive as artists are, the vast range of internal and personal journeys that they've been on is pervasive in their work. Common themes have emerged. Home and its meaning has been a huge one for all of us. And on H.C. McIntyre's new album, Every Acre, she tunes us in to an even deeper exploration of what home and ownership mean, the relationships they represent, loss and love, and questioning how it all connects with living on what were once native lands. Growing up as a queer woman in the Blue Ridge foothills of rural Appalachia, singer, songwriter, and poet H.C. McIntyre has long written about what it means to live in the South, religion, and spirituality in her years fronting the band Mount Moriah, and this continued in her solo debut 2018's critically hailed Lionheart, moving closer to home in 2020's Eno Axis, and now somehow she both zooms back out and closer than ever inward on her brilliant third solo album, Every Acre, which was just released in January. I'm thrilled to welcome H.C. McIntyre as this week's Shiro in the Spotlight. H.C. McIntyre, welcome to Shiro's. Thanks so much for being here. Thank you so much for having me. Third solo album. Yeah. One, two, three. How did that happen? I don't know. How about it? I don't know. Time <laughs> keeps marching on. Somehow we're still here. Every Acre is the name of the new one. Tell us everything. Well, you know, I love talking about it because it's still revealing itself to me. Yeah, there's a lot of layers lyrically and just conceptually. And there's a lot of grief that I'm speaking about. And now there's a lot of healing and then there's like a swap of all that because a year ago is when I recorded the record, you know? So it's interesting how you reintroduce yourself to your work, you know? It just hits you differently. It's feeling uh, really healing right now. Pandemic times, mm -hmm. so many of us did lots of excavating, healing or grieving or all of the above. And the work that came out of it, of course, is going to reflect that. Yeah. It's kind of comforting to know that while we all have our unique experiences, we're not that unique. You know, it's kind of like what has been uniting us. Right. 
Like, I wonder mm-hmm. if we'll look back on this period in time and, you know, like, oh, the pandemic years, the pandemic album. What yeah. defines a pandemic record? I'm continuing to stand by the one thing that I've heard the most, which is vulnerability. Mm. Mm. Love that word. Yes. And that's a huge part of this record. Talk to us about where you were at mm-hmm. so that we can see it and feel it through your eyes. Well, the title is simple. Every Acre, right? It's a line in one of the songs, Turpentine. But I knew when I came to it, that was it. Like I knew it needed to be accessible and it needed to be expansive and it needed to make you want to look at the ground beneath your boots. Whose land am I on, really? And that's something that I've tried to navigate as mindfully as possible. Like I reached out to a few Native organizations here in North Carolina and was like, uh, how do you write a land acknowledgement that's not like pretentious? I want to be earnest here. I also want to be upfront that a lot of this isn't my story, but my story relates to that story. You know, I was living in the same farmhouse for almost a decade and I had to leave kind of unexpectedly. And it made me think a lot about ownership and land ownership and like what that means, that power, that control. And, you know, I went into a rabbit hole. I was like in the registrar office, like looking through deeds to from like the 1700s. But all of that led me to understanding which native tribes were in the area and I'm interested in in how my story intersects with some of that oppression. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. And I'm curious about what kind of an mm -hmm. answer you got back when you reached (laughs) out to those organizations. What did they tell you? Oh, that's awesome. They actually were excited that I had reached out and asked the question because I think a lot of people just don't ask. And I know that that's the first step for me was like, I need to know from these organizations, who are the tribes? Tell me about these people. And it's not just Native folks. It's also people of color that around the Eno River, for generations, their story really hasn't been told. And I came across a couple journals from the Eno River Association. They're called Ribbons of Color. And it was curated by this woman, Beverly Scarlett, who's a historian and her family. She's a person of color. And her family has lived across the road from me for centuries, you know? So to hear her talk about her experience and her family's experience in this particular region, which is in between Durham and uh, Hillsborough, it's like out in the country a little bit. And then the Okanichi tribe. Honestly, I felt like a student, you know? I wanted to listen. I wanted to learn. And I still am. Basically, what I ended up doing was putting in the liner notes the land acknowledgement. And then there's a link to my website, which has some organizations. So that felt like a good ground to be on, you know? I learned a lot about myself in the process. And I learned a lot about control and, you know, what it means to own something that dynamic of power between, let's say, a tenant and someone who owns. Whose land are we really on, you know? This is bigger than all of us here. So you said excavation. That's how, yeah. I mean, that's that's how I felt, literally. 
H.C. McIntyre's here with us on Shiro's Radio. The new album is called Every Acre. And you mentioned Turpentine, mm-hmm. uh, which is where the title of the album comes from. And it features Amy Ray, who I thought of a lot as you were talking. Mm-hmm. And I know the two of you go back a ways, mm-hmm. right? I mean, you've mm-hmm. collaborated on each other's records and you have a lot in common. Before we go into this song, I was hoping you could... Talk to us a little bit about that. I'll sing what? her praises all day long. Yeah. Me too. <laughs> yeah. I mean, she's the best. You know, I was blessed to meet her early on in my career. She's been a mentor for about 15 years now. And she is so inspiring. Everything from like how she performs, it's also real. And there's so much spirit and what she stands for. And I thought it would be really nice because we could connect on this supporting native land rights. And she does a lot of work with organizations too and and plays benefits for those organizations. Also, our voices are just really good together. (laughs) She's got this amazing low voice and is, oh God. Sometimes I I pinch myself because I'm like, you know, if you would have told me that I'd be swapping demos and that I would be close friends with Amy Ray of the Indigo Girls. I wouldn't have believed you at all. But it really shows like how human she is and how willing she is to bring other people up with her, you know. And my bandmates, most of them are cis males and they don't have the experience I do growing up with the Indigo Girls. And what I like to tell them and remind myself is in the 80s, their shows were protested in South Carolina because they were gay. You know, like, I know that sounds crazy now, but that was the reality. And Emily and Amy paved that road where I'd be sitting here talking to you right now, you know, and it's never lost on me just how they've pioneered gay culture and music and folk music and country music. Yeah, and it's amazing. It's like you two are such kindred spirits on so many levels. I can just imagine that this relationship has been so meaningful, I'm sure, to both of you. Yeah, and you know, there's so much there that is kindred that when I see her, we just hug. It's it's almost unspoken, you know? There's a lot of respect. And she has also shown me that it is possible to have a career and be yourself and tell your truths, and also retain your integrity and keep yourself grounded. And that, you know, touring, it's work. She works very hard. Why don't we get into Turpentine before we play a clip of this here? Do you want to tell us anything more about the song? When this song materialized and the the lyrics came, I knew what the album was going to be about. H. 
H.C. McIntyre here with us on Shiro's Radio. That's Turpentine featuring Amy Ray. The new album is called Every Acre and got that title from that song. It was so exciting to learn also that this album was made, I think, mostly or entirely at Betty's because this is the second interview in a row with an artist who just made a record there. I love to hear it. Betty's is Sylvanesso's studio. I just had Samia on and she just made her record there. Yeah, it's Sylvanesso. It's a beautiful studio and I think it really catered to our process. Can you say more about how it catered to your process? (laughs) Sure. There is one huge room. The mixing board is in the same room as the tracking. You have to communicate. And what I wanted from this experience, from this record, more than anything, was I wanted our level of collaboration to be the highest it had been. To the point where I think my bandmates were a little nervous because we only had six songs before we went in. <laughs> and I was like, guys, I know, I know, I'm, I'm a Virgo and I like to plan things too. But there's something in me that was just like guiding me to, it's going to happen you know, when we're in there, in that room, I want to be able to, you know, utilize that trust and that bond with those guys. And that room where you can see everyone, you're there in a circle and the person recording is right there too. And lean in on that trust and the instincts of building something in the moment, you know, that spontaneous isn't, that's not a word that usually I I associate with myself. But three songs from the record ended up coming out of that process. Ooh, which ones? Ooh. Um, let's see. New View, Gospel of a Certain Kind, and Soft Crook. Can we play Soft Crook here? Yeah. It's a song that I wrote to remind myself. I struggle with depression. I wanted to not feel guilty about needing more medication or more therapy or whatever it was, like more self-care. Like I wanted to let go of that guilt around that. So the chorus, do whatever dose you need to, to get through the night. That takes me to a pretty dark place. And it feels good building that song around it because I feel empowered by those decisions and like, you know, that it's okay to ask for help. Do whatever dose you need. called Soft Crook. H.C. McIntyre is our guest today on Shiro's. The new album is called Every Acre. You said something earlier about your band mostly having been cis men. Mm -hmm. So did you make some decisions here intentionally to include more women, include more queer folks? That is so, I'm so glad that you picked up on that. I started working with Missy, who lives here in Raleigh, engineer and producer on the last record, Eno Axis. And I wanted to work with a woman. One, she's my friend. And I knew that she was like immensely talented, but she wasn't getting the work that other engineers, because there's cis men, were getting. And I believed in her and I believed that we could make something really 
important together. And so that experience, you know, when it got to the mastering, we're like, let's keep going with this, you know, like I want to build this awesome team. So Sarah Register also mastered Every Acre and Missy engineered and co-produced it with me again. Those decisions were really meaningful to me because I have felt that exclusion in certain communities. I've started producing records and there aren't many female producers out there, you know, or mastering engineers, you know, and that was strategic for sure. And, you know, Ernest and SG and Amy. Yeah, there we go. There's an, look at that team. What a great team we have. I know. It's incredible. <laughs> There's a bit of a double bind when you start talking about this stuff on top of identifying as a woman and doing the job of music and needing to build your team and making these decisions. There's also the aspect of being gay and like being tokenized for that as well in the times that we're in, which is like awesome that there's so much progress, but also like, mm -hmm. wow. So I'm just kind of throwing that big ball over to you. I, like, I, see, you, I see you throwing it. <laughs> I'm throwing I'm, it. I'm going to try to catch, catch it. <laughs> Any thoughts on all of that stuff? <sighs> thoughts, experiences, stuff you want to share? Yeah. Yeah. I just keep thinking about all the times I've walked into the back door of a club carrying gear and been asked, which one was my boyfriend and the door person would just assume I was selling merch and I was dating one of the guys in the band, you know? Yeah. But then, you know, I go on tour <laughs> with Amy and it's just like, wow. <laughs> I don't know. I, I think about my grandma too. My grandma, Shirley, who to say, you know, it takes all kinds. That can mean a lot of things. But I feel like there's a way that at least my approach in this life is to find common ground or try to relate to another person in some way. And if you can do that and feel safe and hold compassion and patience and understanding for other people's perspectives, I mean, that's all I'm looking for. Let's get to another song since we're talking about women. How about Dovetail? <laughs> that was good women 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 there's a lot of women in this song of all kinds yeah you know you know what's funny about this song is when i originally wrote it it was like a four on the floor like kind of like waylon jennings like just thinking of like that cowboy culture i mean it's so male and so misogynistic and so I was kind of writing in response to that. The song is really fast. But this version of, on the record, I'm really glad we got there because there's more impact, I think, with changing the time signature and slowing it down. There are a lot of lyrics. <laughs> and so I feel like I could like ride those nuances and like with more space, there's more opportunity to like hear pain or hear certain tones in my voice that saying it really fast doesn't offer. But women, I, yeah. You know, I was reflecting on my former relationships with women and celebrating the differences and just my group of friends. But the chorus has got some pain in it. It's got some heartbreak. And that sits with me differently now than it did when I wrote it. How does it sit with you differently? Oh, <laughs> is that too deep? No, not for you, not for Shiro's. 
Okay. Um, I went through a heartbreak this fall, went through a breakup. And when I wrote it, recorded it, I was in a different place. And so, again, it was healing for me in a way, but I'm still grieving that relationship for sure. H.C. McIntyre is here with us on Shiro's. That's Dovetail from the excellent new album, Every Acre, which is your third solo album. And it occurs to me that you've had already a real long career, Mount Moriah before as well. Mm. I think your first record came out in like 20, what was it, 2010, 2011? 2010. Right? Any reflections? I mean, before that, I playing punk music for 10 years. That's <laughs> right. You were in punk bands too. Yeah. I, I currently am in a hometown punk band for fun. We're called Deep Fog. Well, shout out. But, you know, it kind of caught me off guard. A local journalist here in North Carolina asked me if I said everything in the three albums, what was next sort of thing. And it just really caught me off guard. And I started thinking about it. And the truth is, I, I don't know. I mean, I want to keep experimenting and doing so under my own name has been the only way I can do that and like tour on my own terms. And one of the reasons Mount Mariah disbanded, there was a difference of lifestyle, you know, touring is not for everyone. And I have my own thresholds with it and my own needs. And the older I get, the more real that is. So reflecting back, I'm proud. And I'm really proud of this record more than anything I've done. And I think of all of the collaborators that I've worked with when I look at all the records, because it's not just me. Some of these guys I've worked with for over 10 years, and that means the world to me that they are invested. And it may be under my name, but they're a big part of the soul of the band. Well said. Well, it's been so great to spend some time with you. I could talk to you all afternoon, but (laughs) all good things must come to an end. Before we wrap up, I would like to bestow upon you the Shiro's magic wand and say, H.C. McIntyre, here's the Shiro's magic wand. You can change anything in music for women, queer folks. What would you change? Wow. Wow. This is a heavy wand. This wand is very heavy. I'm doing curls with it now. (laughs) What would I change? Um, Well, I think what comes to mind is I think about my own childhood and I think about kids growing up now. And I used to teach music to young girls from like seven to 14. Mm -hmm. And I feel like I don't quite know how to answer your question, but I feel like part of that answer, it lies with another generation, you know? And uh, yeah. I'm just continuing to do reps here with that wand. That's a good one. That's an important one. Yeah. It feels meaningful in my life right now, just seeing a lot of my friends, kids come out as non-binary or queer or et cetera. And it makes me very hopeful for the future of 
of all personalities and gender identities. We need a song to take us out. Let's go out with big love. I just kept thinking big love. That's how we should end today. I, you know, I'm ready for big love to get some big love because it's a special song that hasn't been, uh, you know, a single or anything. And it's one of my favorites. H.C. McIntyre, thank you again for being with us on Shira's. Congratulations on every acre. Ah, thank you so much. Many thanks to H.C. McIntyre for being with us. Her new album, Every Acre, is out now on Merge Records. She Rose is produced by me, is mixed and mastered by Kelly Drake. We get production assistance from Emma Philippos. Our original theme music is by Lucius. She Rose is also a nationally syndicated radio show. You can visit SheRoseRadio.com to find out more and support our work with Patreon or merch from the She Rose shop. Keep in touch on Instagram and Twitter. I'm at Carmel Holt or find us at She Rose Radio. And please consider leaving us a rating and review wherever you listen to your podcasts. That helps us grow Bring you more Shiro's. Until next time, remember, music is our superpower. I'm Carmel Holt. Thanks for listening.